Good morning, everyone. It is Sunday, April 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 eighteenth, April eighteenth, and uh, Sunday morning here, seven twenty-two a.m. And we are doing uh, the morning. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing actually. Sunday morning at six, I wake up. I think it's Monday. I start getting to work. I come in here and start organizing myself. I got new members of the team. Um, that I need to leverage and put together. And I'm starting to think in a hive mind sort of way. That's kind of groovy. Who can do what? Oh, they can do that for me. Oh, they can help me with this. You can start to feel the acceleration uh, even before you have it. And then, you know, I need a tool. So here I am. I need this tool. I need a mentoring tool. Uh, why? Um, because the network has exploded uh, in the last... Um, I don't know, three months or so. Um, the amount of people I have is immense. And I need to start organizing them. Otherwise, it's it's going to be chaos. And so this could be a CRM kind of thing. And, but I'd like to use like the rise of mentor platforms. There's a lot of mentor platforms. And yes, in Columbus, there's MentorClick. I did reach out to them. Um, and... But um, a lot of these mentor sites don't actually have any pricing on them. Yeah, it's like, hey, sign up today. So nobody really wants to give you pricing on the said software to organize your mentor network. Which, I don't know, makes me start to think uh, maybe this is something more customized than I'd like to do. You know, I, I, what do I want? I want like a LinkedIn slash... CRM. What information do I want to capture? I want to capture the gist of who these people are, and then I want to put them in a process so I can have people come in and be able to surf them. Or I want to actually automatically select the five or six mentors I think will work for this person. That's more likely. I think one of the big problems in mentoring is well, two things. One, mentor toxification, which I really do believe in. And this is when you have too many mentors on a founder and the founder um, basically works for the mentor. Where the, um, you see it a lot in college campuses where you see you know, the student had one notion and maybe they were st stupid, right? Or just crazy. I mean, we're all been like that. That's like the heart of, uh, of being successful is to be really stupid, right? So, because, <laughs> you know, you get corrected somehow. Either, either reality corrects you or something else happens, right? So, but what I would see is I would see, you know, five big shots come in. You know, these are people that... Um, a lot of ways they've made a ton of money. A lot of ways they're in a company that has made a lot of money. Maybe they may have or may not. Um, and all mentors are just people that have experience and they want to share it. They have sort of a calling themselves to sort of give back, right? I mean, I have that. That's why I mentor. And it's a, I mean, mentor is like probably one of the greatest rewards I've ever had just in life in general, just being able to help people. It's just, and be able to use that skill that you have that you, that, uh, you can't explain that you can do, you know? Um, but yeah, one too many mentors on a kid, not good. So I want to pair mentors up with a prospect or a person or whatever. Um, so that's one thing I want to do. The other thing I do is I do a lot of matchmaking for commercialization. Uh, I do a ton of that. I say, oh, these people here, 
would be great with this technology here. And then I actually go in and form 60% of the deal just to get it going. <laughs> um, and it's actually not, it's not uh, hard to do. You just have to know commercialization lingo, I think, a little bit. And you have to know what commercialization's wanting um, to do versus what it can do. Um, that's a that's really true in the case of Ohio State. There's a lot of things they'd like to do, but they have to do a lot of things by a process, by, by a sense. And you should expect that for commercialization. Every commercialization um, notion has a degree of red tape. If you don't think there's any red tape in that commercialization process, you're either not licensing anything that they they see as anything is good, <laughs> or uh, or uh, yeah, it's a different thing. Something's going on there. And most commercialization is a conversation. And, um, commercialization is largely about conversation. It's largely about trying to figure out just exactly where this tech is at just exactly where um, or what increment of innovation needs to occur to sort of get it to the next step. That's where I come in. Um, and then it's about the people that can take it and be resilient enough, that's probably the biggest thing, to uh, weather it. You know, An EIR um, is a special kind of person. It's a, it's a special kind of hustler. It's a hustler that can, um, they're kind of agnostic to content but they're about the execution of their process. So you can drop any sort of like business idea or concept in an ER's lap and they just go to work. And that's really unique. Um, some of the best EIRs I, I think I know are not people that would necessarily classify themselves as an EIR, but, but they can, um, they know the path. They know the incremental change that they need to do. They don't have to do all of it. That's the thing. An EIR doesn't have to do everything. Now, sometimes an ERR will eventually potentially take out the company and be the CEO. But, um, I don't know. I have, I have more, I have more of affinity for the, uh, um, the A, the EIR when you need it and then it's gone. Kind of like in Pulp Fiction, you know, when they, they call the guy the cleaner, you know, the, I forget the guy's name, Harvey Keitel. Is that Harvey Keitel? I don't know. Anyways, um, but they call in the cleaner, right? Because I accidentally shot this kid in the back of the car, right? And John Travolta and um, Shimon Jackson, they like cleaning up the body and stuff like that. And that EIR shows up and says, okay, this is what you're going to do. You're going to do this, this, and this. That's what an EIR does. Uh, now, that EIR didn't do any work. <laughs> but you would do work. You would definitely do work. Uh, another example of the EIR in movies, um, when John Wick... When John Wick blows away the 64 guys that attack his house in the first movie or second movie because, you know, they killed his dog. What the hell? Who would kill their dog? Anyways, um, that was just cruel. And you stole his car. I mean, geez, this is freaking Keanu Reeves. You can't steal Keanu Reeves' car, let alone hurt a life form in front of Keanu Reeves. Jesus. So, um, yeah. But anyways, Keanu blows away everybody in that house. Um, and then who, what does he do? He makes a call. He makes a call for the cleaning service. See, now that the cleaning service there is a form of the EIR. They show up, two guys get out of the truck, they go in, they clean up everything, they leave. It's kind of like an EIR, in my opinion. He's not obviously running the business, but he is keeping you 
potentially liability free. Give me out of jail. Um, now John Wick himself is definitely could be an EIR if you think about an EIR on a mission, but because he himself is the business, I don't know. It's just it's just too much. Um, but yeah, you know, EIR is basically a parachute CEO. They like they jump in. In fact, that's how the the mentors I would create on my network. I would I would really push them to be like that, to be agnostic to the tech, and all about the person. You're agnostic to like you don't know what the mission of the technology is. That's not the mission of a mentor, or really the mentor or an EIR. The mission of an EIR is to get in there and understand it. But then really work on the conversation. What conversation am I supposed to be having? What needs to be done to make this thing better? Does it, you know, we have this algorithm that's cool. Do we have a marketing site? No. Okay, we need to work on that. Do we, do we have any conversations? No. Do we know how we sell this? No. What's our pricing? Okay, that's cool. Is that justified? No. What's our competition? Okay, good. What are they doing? Okay, cool. All right, who can we work with? Where's our low-hanging fruit? These are for customers here? All right, sell them. Who's the customer that's really the big whale? That guy over there? All right, sweet. Let's get on a plane and go there. You know, it's... it's um, You know, the, the best EIRs I know are people that are completely self-sufficient. In other words, either they come in, they bring in their own sort of assistant team and execute, or um, they do the majority of the work themselves. I do think the point of an EIR is to try to be the, not just the gas in the car, but the, be the accelerator, be the pedal, man. Be that gas pedal, go. Um, now their EIRs will do it the reverse. Come in and say, all right, now that I'm here, what are you people doing? And I'll say, I don't really want to do that. <laughs> I mean, you'll do that eventually, but that's not the, really, that's not the higher calling of the EIR. Anyways, so I'm looking for EIR software this morning. Um, I don't really want to build another platform. Um, I'd rather use something and then expense it and uh, go on. So um, that's what I'm doing. Hope you have a great Sunday.